0: Welcome everyone. It's 2022 and this is my first episode of Aging Fearlessly for the year. It's a rather dark topic actually. Death. It's something that people avoid discussing. It can be a very sensitive topic and we tend to skirt around the edges. But my guest today is an expert when it comes to shedding light on this very delicate topic. Welcome Dee Dee. Oh, thank you,
1: darling. It's so lovely to be here with you on your very first, your very first podcast for 2022.
0: Yes, it's been, uh, I've been looking forward to doing a first and what better person to choose than Dee? Well, it certainly will be full of pizzazz,
1: darling. A wonderful start. I mean, it could almost be Chinese <laughs> New
0: Year kind of excitement, don't you think? Oh, well, that's next month, but, yes, it could be, especially with this D word. Let's talk about
1: that D word. For heaven's sake, darling, why can't people say what they mean? Oh, I know people say he's bought the farm, she's laid down her knife and fork, they're paying their debt to nature. What, recycling? (laughs) She's bit the dust or he's (laughs) headed for the happy hunting ground? popped his clogs, cashed in her chips. She's at room temperature. He kicked the bucket, pecked out, carved it. I mean, it simply won't do, darling. And to say that someone has crossed over these days means a completely different thing. And I definitely don't want anyone to say that I've passed. Past what? Wind? A kidney stone? No, simply won't do. And am I pushing up daisies? Not if I'm cremated, I'm not. Let's just tell it like it is, darling. We die. He's dead. She died. Why is it so scary, darlings? They're just teeny little words. But let me tell you, while I'm on this subject, that no one, got pregnant by talking about sex, darling, and we don't cark it if we talk about death. Although I do know a couple of men who died while having sex, but that's that's an entirely different matter, darling.
0: Oh, I'm sure they died with a smile on their face. <laughs> well, yes,
1: certainly. I would love to have seen them at the pearly gates being asked by what's his name what St Peter or somebody up there with wings saying and what was your demise oh I can see exactly what your demise was darling by the smile on your face of
0: all those little um sayings you mentioned I love the one cut (laughs)
1: cocked it, yes. Oh, it's a, it's it, it is wonderful. I, I mean, of all of them, the, that's the one that I would probably use um the most. But it, you know, it can. We have to be. Whilst I say let's use the right words, we do have to be very, very careful around people who are in grief. They could, they can be offended. I mean, if I said walked up to someone at a funeral and said, "Oh, I'm so sorry that he shuffled off this mortal coil." <laughs> or something like I'm sure it would trigger some things.
0: Mm, or too bad he cut. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, not a good look, not a good sound, oh. not a good way to greet someone. But, Dee Dee, mm. I recently retired and have been considering mm. doing some writing, even perhaps my memoirs, but I really lack motivation. Have you got any suggestions? Well, firstly,
1: I want to read those memoirs, darling, because I can imagine there's going to be just a, a frisson of exciting things that you've done in your life. But the first thing, the best writing that you can do right now, post-retirement, is to update your will, write an advanced care directive, and complete a binding death benefit nomination, darling. Well, but... Of my memoirs, why are these so important? Well, it's awful to leave an undogly mess, darling, for those that we love. It makes life so stressful for them. And where there's a will, there's usually a family fighting over it. So it needs to be ironclad, darling. Here's a true story about wills. My friend Patsy. Had to wait six years for her inheritance from her partner because his nephews fought over it and refused to budge. And who got most of that inheritance in the end, darling? Do you think? I now let me think.
0: I think the lawyers.
1: That's right, darling. Cal catastrophe. It was just outrageous. So that's why we need to write a will.
0: Yes. And you mentioned an advanced care directive. What do I need one of those for?
1: Well, darling... It's the new thing, really, because once we thought that we just went into a hospital and we just let people do whatever they wanted to us, willy nilly, and just entrusted them with it. But now we baby boomers, and I am proudly one of those, we know our rights, darling, and we know that we can say yes and no to things. And so an advanced care directive is where you write down what medical interventions you do and don't want at the end of your life darling and unless you want to be trussed up like a Christmas turkey with tubes coming (laughs) in and out and round about all of your orifices you best speak to your doctor about what your options are and get an advanced care plan and directive written signed and witnessed
0: toot sweet darling It's so interesting because I never thought of that. Can that include things like I need my toenails cut once a week?
1: (laughs) Oh, darling, I've got strict instructions for my team because I have an end-of-life team prepared, of course, big production. I've written strict instructions that the pink lippy is refreshed every hour all the way right through to the morgue. Have you got enough pink lippy for it? It's yet well yes darling I've got some in 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 a little box for them to use I want to talk to you about something very serious darling I want to talk to you about binding No Bind- not that kind of binding you naughty girl Not mm, okay I, No, a binding death benefit nomination for your superannuation, darling. That is if you actually have any left
0: after they've deducted their fees. Oh yes. Well, I don't think it's gonna last 30 years, so
1: (laughs) oh I think that many of us are gonna be in the same boat. We can just pop ourselves on an island somewhere and live off coconuts, darling, and have a wonderful time. That sounds good to me. So binding death benefit nominations, do you know much about that? I don't know anything. Oh, well, that's, you're so very lucky that I am the expert, meaning that I know one thing more than you do in this. Well,
0: that's <laughs> why I, I wanted you on this podcast, because I need an expert. Well, that's a
1: very wise choice,
0: darling. But I do come with
1: the disclaimer that you must seek medical legal advice about anything that I say, darling, because it's quite likely to be poppycock. (laughs) But people don't realize that even if they nominate someone to receive their super, that your super fund can be persuaded that there is another beneficiary who is in greater need of that money so your super fund can actually decide to allocate your super to someone who you didn't nominate did you know that darling no how could that happen it's not well because here's the thing darling you could say i like for me take for example. My son, Reggie, oh, I love him to bits, darling, but he couldn't, you know, he can't bang two sticks together. But he is an adorable person. My son, Reggie, is the beneficiary of my super, Mm -hmm. right? But my nephew, Damien, is even worse than Reggie. He's never worked in his life, right? When it comes to, and I've nominated Reggie for my super, but when I cark it, darling, (laughs) Damien could say to my super fund, look, Auntie used to look after me and I can't look after myself. So I think I should get super. And guess what? That super fund might go, well, Reggie, you look like you're looking after yourself very well. So we're going to give it to Damien. But don't panic, darling. I mean, that's outrageous, simply outrageous. And remember, this is Didi's description of what happens. You really do need to speak to your super fund. But if you request a binding death benefit nomination, that means they are bound to give that super to the person you nominate, regardless of who else comes along and says, "I think I deserve it more because I'm a bigger loser than them." That's a relief. What if you've left it to your cat? Oh, darling. Well, binding. I don't know. That's you've just sent a curveball. I'm going to have to goggle that. I'll be <laughs> on goggle and Insta, what'sy and. F- Fabi book and all of those this afternoon finding out where you can actually leave your super to your cat i think that really what you would be doing is you would be leaving your super to a guardian of your cat to oh. cover the costs of looking after your pussy
0: oh sorry <laughs> darling oh dd Dee Dee, that just conjures up all sorts of wicked thoughts <laughs> oh look seriously darling i've
1: raised the topic binding death benefit nomination let's just get everybody
0: to goggle it yes i think that's a really good idea go to their favorite goggle box that should be a tv show i reckon it would be amazing (laughs) um i was down in the garage the other day And I opened the door, and I've been hearing a lot of noise on the garage roof lately. Anyway, as I opened the door, a possum ran out. And after I got over the shock, I looked at the boxes of shite in my garage. There was shite everywhere. Oh, my giddy aunt. I was just overwhelmed. Possum shite, darling. Possum shite, or just possum possum shite. No, it was just my shite because I've overlooked it for a long time while I was working and I was really overwhelmed and I thought that this is something I really need the air tasker to sort out but you know I don't have the time and energy and I don't have the money to pay someone how do I sort out the mess oh well maybe this will shock you
1: into shifting your shite darling oh true fact you will be remembered not for the lovely gifts that you gave your family over the years, not for, the, for driving your children to ballet, gymnastics, and oboe classes, but for the amount of shite, as you call it, that you leave for them to clean up. That's what they'll remember you for. Now, do you want also another thing to consider apart from being spoken about as that messy person who cocked it with a whole bunch of shite left for us to clean. But do you want your precious stamp collection and that 1914 penny that Uncle Festus gave you (laughs) to end up at the tip, darling? I mean, seriously, because that's where it's headed if you don't sort it now. I've seen way too many trailers backed up to garages of the dearly departed with everything chucked in lock, stock and round barrel, darling, because it gets overwhelming for our beautiful loved ones when they're in grief to open imagine that you're in grief hopefully they're going to miss us <laughs> hopefully they're in grief and then they open up they've got all these lovely memories of mummy, and they open the, up the garage go and go oh shite <laughs> what a mess and she left that for me to have to no, not fair mommy oh. but anyway let me tell you this There's another reason why you want to clean up and move things around because it'll either go to a charity shop or a rubbish tip. And good heavens, your precious Jimmy Choo's could end up adorning the feet of some closet ostress, and not that there's anything wrong with that. Or your fabulous Jenny Key scarf could be wrapped around the neck of some spoilt labradoodle strutting (laughs) down the main street for heaven's sake that's why you clean it up now darling just do little bits at a time baby bits get yourself some would say get yourself make yourself a nice cup of tea put some music on and go in that shed i would say get yourself a martini too sweet get in there Put some heavy metal music on and go for it, darling. Get those things sorted before they end up at the tip. And I have seen some council workers in very suspicious outfits, darling. And I can only think that they have come from
0: somebody's deceased estate. (laughs) Well, there's one thing that the cleaning up might do with the heavy metal music and the martini Is scare the shite out of the possum. (laughs) Well, that's
1: right, darling. I mean, when you consider it, the amount of shite that it's leaving in your shed is just minimal to what it sounds like you've got in there. But no, truly, darling, earnestly. And I talk about this all the time and still there are some days that I walk into my office and go, oh, goodness gracious me. And I'll talk to you about another reason a little later on in the show Why we need to make sure we get our personal sword, darling.
0: Mm. There's a song that you've given me a title, Don't Mm. Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. Do you remember that? Is that that a favourite?
1: Well, it's just one of those songs, darling. Do you remember it? Don't fear the reaper, and we shouldn't. Why would we fear? I have a Pinterest thingy, darling, and I've got all of these cartoons on there. And there's the poor old Grim Reaper. There's one where he walks up to the door, and the the person opens the door, and they're in huge shock. And the and the Grim Reaper says, "No, don't don't panic. It's just to save the date." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 there are so many jokes a poor
0: old grim reaper he's just doing his job darling <laughs> so uh, let's have a listen to don't fear the reaper you are listening to radio northern beaches 88.7 and 90.3 your community radio station. Well, welcome back to Aging Fearlessly. My guest today is Dee Dee, and Dee Dee, she's an expert when it comes to the D word death. So, Dee Dee, what about Auntie Delphine that passed away recently? Um, Did she leave you any treasures? Oh, yes, darling. Do you know
1: what she left us when we went into her? Unit to clean out, like we had to, because that's our role. She left us peanut butter sandwiches, darling, wedged in between the pages of her women's. Or am I allowed to? I don't want to endorse, be seen to be endorsing a product, but it was a popular magazine. Magazine, and the peanut butter sandwiches were stuck, and we could tell. Which were her favorite articles by where these sandwiches were stuck? Oh, it was such a mess, darling. But seriously, that's why people need to think about what your family will have to sort through. Now, I've gone through all of my belongings and I've popped post it notes on everything, listing things like who will, who my backup bottle of Christian Dior perfume and my diamante yoga tights etc are to go to so it's all very very clear uh but there's just one problem darling What's with that? all of those writing on post-it notes is that my son reggie is dyslexic darling <laughs> and so i don't <laughs> want my feather boa that i stole from the priscilla queen of the desert stage play did you see it It was just marvelous oh, amazing marvelous well i Happened to acquire when uh, nobody was looking my way a beautiful feather boa, and I don't want to see it go to my friend Denny instead of my niece Enid because Reggie's dyslexic. <laughs> so, uh, it is a worry, darling. I'm, I, I I, do worry about that. I'm, it keeps me up at night, darling. When so you were talking,
0: ta- when you were talking. <laughs> So does Martin. When you were talking about peanut butter sandwiches, I thought Auntie Delphine had left them made for you because she knows she was she knew she was going to carve it. <laughs> Die. Um,
1: <laughs> no, darling, it was it was quite a shock, really, Auntie Delphine, because you know, although she was hundred and two, she Ooh. still had all her marbles, darling. Every single marble was in place. And she was living alone at home. It's happening more and more often. I, True story, Dally. I met the other day the oldest man in the world. He's oh. 109. And he's only just recently moved in with his elderly son. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it's true, darling. a bit of help there oh well we all we all pitch in darling and give them as much help as we can because that's it takes a village to raise the
0: oldest man in the well in Australia (laughs) look I do worry about who gets to see my personals after they've gone I mean like I've got so many great things it's you know and yeah who gets to see them it
1: depends which personals you're talking about here, darling. Oh, I was funny do- okay. yes, it does remind me of my lovely friend, Daphne, whose son Donald unfortunately found her exotic items, and it was such a shock for him but and he was torn, darling, because he's an avid recycler, <laughs> so he didn't want to just take thirty pairs of. Oh, let's not talk about it too much. I'm sure this is a G-rated show. But anyway, he was torn about what to do with the paraphernalia, darling. So rather than take them down to a charity shop, oh, could you imagine the faces of the
0: people if they <laughs> opened the box, darling?
1: Oh, my goodness, I would have loved to have been there when they opened that bag. No, no. He did the right thing, darling. He donated everything to this to sydney's wonderful mardi gras oh and it was delightful i was so delightful to see delicate daphne's digs draped over dishy dudes in a decorated daihatsu darling in the parade it was
0: priceless Ah, (laughs) ah, ah. do you think that donald recovered well let me say that donald
1: has a completely different view of his mother now that he did before he opened that drawer. It- it's all healthy, darling. It's all absolutely healthy. But I have noticed that he has a bit of a, an anxious look about him sometimes, when he's, especially when he was cleaning out the rest of the house. He got quite anxious. But, darling, here's the thing, every... Problem has a solution in my world. So if I were to have anything like that, that I didn't want Reggie to stumble. And mind you, Reggie would not know. He would think it's <laughs> fishing block and tackle, or you know. He, he would, I didn't know that mama was a fisherman, fisher <laughs> woman. But I got my dear friend Doris is on call, so that when I do carpet, darling. She'll whip on in there and she will just secrete anything that might be slightly scary for Reg's precious innocent eyes. She'll just pop take that out with her in a little plastic woolies bag or not, no product endorsement, darling. It could be any big chain that provides plastic bags at the checkout. Okay, I just want to get that clear. But she'll just pop it in there and off she'll go with it. And then she'll decide what to do with everything. But that's she, only if I had things, darling. You don't want to scare Reggie anymore. Look, he's a fragile child. I mean, he's 52, but he's still a fragile child to me, darling, always will be. It's got mm. to do with the dyslexia and, you know, there was a time, I mean, Reggie, I didn't breastfeed Reggie because, well, I was, before you judge me, darling, (laughs) I was a bra model at the time that I had Reggie. And one bite and it had been all over Red Rover. So I paid somebody to breastfeed him and actually to change his nappies and that's why I'm really worried if I get to that stage in life where he has to change mine he could quite resent that because I I never changed his but then once again I was a hand model and I couldn't afford anything untoward to be in these beautiful fingernails so but so I worry about Reggie sometimes um and I think that the fact that I didn't press, I know I'm digesting here onto other subjects, darling, but that's just the way it goes. But I think that that's why he sucks
0: on tinnies so much, you know. Oh, maybe, maybe. He, yes, missed, he but, feels he's missing out or he missed out. Yeah, maybe that's it. There are all know? those
1: decisions that we make, darling. We think we make, we've made them. That's another thing about getting our affairs in order, darling. It's not just about our physical things. We need to get our... Relationships in order as well and our emotional sense there's all of those things that are so important as we get to this age but i uh, yes there we go should we try and get back
0: onto topic darling or yeah well i just want to say you know all of this is about you resting easy mm. do you think That's- you'll be able to rest easy Oh darling I for
1: me well first of all I won't be resting easy until I've gone out with the biggest bangs ever ever possible in this world but I've done the things that I believe are important so to reduce the stress on Reggie and so that his dyslexia doesn't flare up darling but so I I put things in place I've I've filled out my rest easy journal I've done all of the tools I've put the post-it notes around and Doris is ready to come in and scoop up anything that that needs to be scooped up I mean I've done all of those things so I feel like I will be able to rest easy
0: hmm. what, what, uh, have you been clever enough to create something with rest easy Oh, I didn't, darling I so, look, the rest is journal
1: is a fabulous book created by my dear but very blanche, let me say friend, and it's designed to help you to get your affairs in order easily and quickly, darling. I mean, it was so easy. it's like all I had to do was follow the prompts and fill in the blanks and you know, even Reggie could fill it in really, dyslexia and all, darling. But it's just a simple, it's even got a page in it. I was so delighted when I watched the page that was titled Skeletons in the Closet Things Ooh. I Didn't Want. It's a, this is true story, darling. You can pick Ooh. up the journal and open it up. Things I didn't want you to know when I was alive, but I'm happy for you to know now that I'm dead, darling. <laughs> Um, I've just it, it's it's got absolutely everything that I need to fill in in that one book or for those of us hip seniors who access you know we're digitally uh, proficient not yes. digitally apathetic <laughs> um, you can do you can type it in for a form. And pop it into a USB thumb drive thingy, and leave it. I mean I've got mine sitting oh well, I best not say where that is because it's got some quiet you yeah. know private things in, but it's a knows how to access that, which is really wonderful, darling so i I think it's just one of those wonderful tools that because getting let's face it. Who has time to, well, you've already admitted it. Who has time to get their affairs in order? Oh, it's
0: one of those painful things. But, look, Highway to Hell, oh, my gosh. Do you remember who wrote this song, who sang this song? Well, Aki Daki, darling. I am from that
1: era, era. But that's one of those songs that I would say never play at a funeral, darling, Highway to Hell. Never. <sighs> that would not. That would would go down well, darling. But we'll I never, talk about songs not to play at funerals a little later
0: on, I think. But I do, do know that this is one of your favourite songs. So right now we're going to play it anyway because... Oh, you like to get up and have a dance to this, don't I you? I love to dance, darling. I love well, to dance. Well, this is ACDC, Akadaka,
1: uh, Highway to Hell. I <laughs> think <laughs> it's Akidaki, darling. I think Aki-Daki, Aki-Daki. you need to get the time. It's Akidaki? Oh, Isn't Akidaki? It Aki-Daki?
0: Oh, oh, my gosh.
1: gosh. I, uh, I don't know. The memory's shocked, darling. Oh.
0: The memory's shocked. I'll go with you on Akadaka, darling. <laughs> uh, well, you know. I'm not very good when it comes to music, so you're probably right, Dee Dee. I'm often wrong, but. Oh, I'm never wrong, darling. Never. There's no
1: space in Dee yeah. Dee's atmosphere for wrongness.
0: So let's listen to Aki Daki, Highway to Hell. Welcome back to 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. You are listening to Aging Fearlessly with Karen. Please go to Facebook and like the page Aging Fearlessly. So welcome back again to Aging Fearlessly. And today my guest is Dee, the expert in the D word, the death, dying, all of those things, and she's sharing her insight. But I do know... That she's an avid recycler.
1: Yes, I've been known to recycle husbands many times, darling. Really? Mm -hmm. Do you have any recycling tips? Oh, (laughs) let's just stay on the topic of carking it, darling. That's that's another show. (laughs) I'll
0: leave it to you.
1: But, yes, I am an avid recycler. And I want to start, because this is the the show about death and dying, right? One of the things that I think we should, we could start a program, a recycling program for artificial hips, darling. Now, I have actually bequeathed my artificial hip to my son, Reggie, because it's made out of titanium darling it's very expensive and so I thought I'd save him a few dollars in case you know he needs to get one and all they need to do is give it a bit of a wash and hand it to Reggie to keep in case he needs it in the future and also while we're on the subject um if I ever get a pacemaker Darling, I want the same thing to happen. Do you know, for example, that they take the pacemaker out of the body if you're going to be cremated? Because it could explode in the Mm. casket. What a mess! So if they're going to this true story, darling. I don't, yes. They take, in fact, there's two things that they look for caskets one is the pacemaker and the other is to see if anyone slipped in a bottle of alcohol because that can explode and it makes an unholy and ungodly mess so they take them out so if they're going to take them out why not recycle them darling they just need a new battery and reggie would find so much comfort in knowing that the little gadget that kept his mummy's heart ticking away was doing the same for him, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Well, perhaps
0: if he doesn't need it, he could put it under his pillow. Oh, do you know, I have one of those (laughs) little stuffed teddy bears
1: that's got a heartbeat, darling, but that's it. When that runs out, I can put the pacemaker. That's a wonderful tip. That's a wonderful tip. And now you're on you're on the track, darling. You're thinking ahead of the game. I'm so proud of you.
0: Well, I've just thought of something else. What if you have gold
1: billings? Do they take those out? Oh no, but uh, if it gets rare in the future, mm, I mean, remember the gold the brave diggers used to go in there and get the gold. Oh, But uh <laughs> Yes, that's, that's a very,
0: see, oh, beautifully thought, darling. I'm very, very proud of you. Thank you. I'm, I'm thinking ahead of the game now because, you know, you've yeah, put okay. me on, you've given me the right tips. But I know that you, t- you intend to go out with a bang. Fill us in. Oh, yes, darling.
1: My funeral is already in pre-production. Ooh. I have my team together. They know exactly what it is that they need to do. Sound, lighting, music, furnishings. So the casket is to be lined in gold lame. And I'll be wearing my little black Chanel dress because that's something that people don't think about. They don't realize, darling, but that when someone dies, one of the first things that the funeral director asks you for is an outfit for the person. So Mm. I think that it's important. I want my little black number on, but instead of flowers on my casket, darling, because I have been known to wear quite a lot of jewelry. Mm. Uh, People debate whether it is real or not. That's beside the point, darling. Every piece of my jewelry is very important. So, so I want my jewellery to be piled high on top of my casket. And there'll be lots of feathers and leopard skin. There must be leopard everywhere, darling. Otherwise, people will walk in going, have we actually come to D.D.? Is funeral?" And my pallbearers will be my friends from the Chippendales. So good. Yes. Oh, it will be so exciting, darlings. People will know. Now, I did think about having a viking funeral darling why you know well they put where they put you in a boat and set it on fire and set you out to sea i i thought that that would be very dramatic having everybody on the shore watching me float away to the dulcet tones of or oh, we can are we allowed to say but i am sailing darling can you imagine that that song floating over the water but of course They would have to pull the boat in down around the riverbend in accordance with the sea dumping of 1981, darling, which you're actually not allowed to do it in Australia. But the show, the show would be spectacular and people wouldn't see that part, so that would be fine. But then, yes, there's so many options that I could have.
0: Have you considered um, you could have your ashes shot out of a cannon? Ala Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, well, darling, that was that was
1: magnificent. You can <laughs> goggle that and you'll see that. But that cost my dear friend Johnny Depp $3 million, darling, to, to do that. And Reggie won't spend that much money on me. I think it still goes back to the hand modeling bra model thing. He just he doesn't want to spend that kind of money on his mummy. But I have about brain emulation darling do you know anything about that i know nothing about it
0: oh darling
1: aren't i a minefield of information today have you or been on to
0: professor google or goggle oh
1: or- yes the goggling i've been goggling that's true so they're working on this right now darling but essentially they upload my brain via thousands of little connectors into a software program and keep all of my thoughts and memories and ideas in storage until they then create the technology in the future to download it into another body. Isn't that amazing? It's so exciting. But I just heard that I get downloaded into a 20-something snippet with a gorgeous figure because imagine being 20 and having the knowledge and experience and the wisdom that I have, darling, what a hoot. I would love to see it. And the reason why I like this is because they could give Reggie a copy on a thumb drive so he could carry me around in his <laughs> pocket so he never feels alone, darling. Oh, he would always be attached to mummy.
2: It would be must.
0: Perfect. Oh, I, I think I'm going to have to have a word to Reggie. I'm, I'm not sure that he is going to cope. But, you know, there's a bit of a problem I see that, you know, everyone's going to find out your dimmer, darkest secrets with this brain emulation. Well, yes, that's true, darling. The shadow would be there. Cause
1: yes, what's and all, darling. It'll be what's and all. I know they must think about that very, very carefully. It's still only in its face. it's like cryogenics, darling. It's all risk, isn't it? It's calculated risk I'm going to pay a million dollars so that you can freeze my body in the hope that somewhere down the line you'll find the tra- the technology to thaw me out and then even if I get thawed out, am I going to like where I arrive could be oh, tricks, darling. it's very very much the unknown and cryogenics let me tell you is for only For people who have way too much money, darling, who can afford to waste a lazy couple of mil on having their body frozen.
0: And then their brain emulation sorted as well. I mean, I can imagine why they would want to keep my brain, darling.
1: Just even for scientific research, (laughs) it would be a fascinating study, but... But truly, I want something out of it. And
0: there'll be, (laughs) oh, I do. I want something out of it at the end. Dee Dee, songs um, that people play at the funerals, like I did it my way. Uh, There's so many great songs that you hear at funerals. But what about the worst songs that you could possibly ever choose to play at a funeral?
1: Well, firstly, darling, on my way, I find it incredibly ironic that it is one of the most popular songs at funerals. I did it my way because what you will find is that very few of those people actually did do it their way. song played at their funeral it's hysterical darling (laughs) no they'll probably play ding dong the witch is dead mine which and i don't mind that of course but one should never i'm very clear about this darling one should never play burning ring of fire by johnny cash out of cremation it's simply not to be done darling And, of course, we talked about Highway to Hell, it's a no-no. And that song, I don't know if you've heard it by the Meteors called She's a Zombie Now. I mean, that (laughs) would be terrible for the grandchildren. And even the Beatles, you know, there's a list on Google of 25 Beatles songs that could be played at funerals. (laughs) But the one that I would never... Never recommend would be obla oh, dee obla oh, da life goes on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, that would be so disrespectful and happy. by for you know, that f- fellow, anything like that, they're all definite no nos, darling. But I think that the very worst would be the one that you're going to play next,
0: darling. Oh, another one bites the dust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By Queen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you think that might be a really bad one? How about we listen to it just because we can? Oh, let's do that. (laughs) Let's do that, darling.
1: That will be fun. (laughs) Another one bites the dust.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. To find out more, go to the website rnb.org.au. Okay, well, here we are. We're coming to the end of our time with Dee Dee, who is the queen of understanding and talking about the D word, death. Let
1: me just say there, darling, before you go on, I am known in where I live as the poster girl. For death and
0: dying, and that's oh, true fact. The poster, poster girl, for, girl for death the to girl dying. for death and dying. Well, first of all, from today's conversation, DD, what are your three takeaways for the guests that are listening? Well, in your words,
1: darling, get your shite together.
0: yeah Just
1: let. Don't let the lasting memory for your loved ones be the mess you left behind. Get it sorted now. So important to leave a loving legacy, darling. Secondly, as I have discovered, there are simple tools available to help us to get our affairs in order easily and quickly, as a matter of fact. And thirdly, it's very important to organize a close friend to zip in and take out your whips and chains before the <laughs> children find them.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, you make me laugh. I, I, how many drawers of whips and chains do you have? Or maybe oh, you no, don't. No, I'm not <laughs>
1: saying I
0: have any, darling.
1: I'm just saying for those because it's a quite a healthy experience you know your show is about aging gracefully right oh fearlessly and, lastly gracefully all together sorry darling it's the you know the, the other word that we're not talking about but and, and that's just a normal healthy part of that aging fearlessly darling but it just means that we need to be a little bit alert with what we leave behind
0: now did if i have a chance at the end of the show or after the show i'm just going to play johnny cash's burning ring of fire just for the heck of it because we can <laughs> but right now can you send me a link for your friend's book Oh, and the rest of the easy journal, because I will hmm. pop that up for people at the podcast. And But thank you so much for coming along today. It's taken me quite a while to get hold of you, because I know that you are so busy, especially being the poster girl for Death and Dying. I know that you're always around and about, talking to people and helping people to get through these big issues and these big conversations so... Yeah, I'm glad we finally tracked you down.
1: Oh, you're very welcome, darling. And I look, I love to talk about death and dying. It might seem a little weird to some, but truly, darling, it's inevitable. And like everything in my life has been a major event, including my birth. And Reggie's birth, for that matter, because when she came I out of testicles first, it was such a <laughs> dilemma. It was such a shock for everybody involved. But we got oh, through poor it. That's the thing is that there are so many major events in our life, darling, and, we, and death is one of them. And so, if I have helped one person today, to start to think about, I might just start getting my affairs or I might clean out that bottom drawer. Then I feel like my work here is done, darling. Thank you
0: so much for inviting me onto your show. Well, I'm sure that there will be an opportunity for you to come back at some time if I can track you down. Mm-hmm. I know you're yeah. very busy.
1: I know it's it's quite. It can be exhausting because everybody wants to know about death and dying, but they don't want to do it in a serious way. I don't know why they think I'm funny, but it just seems to be the way that it's working at the moment. I'm here, there, and everywhere. But luckily, still on the planet, darling,
0: still on the planet. Haven't talked it yet. Uh, and you've got uh, both people. And you've got both feet firmly planted on the ground. Oh, yes, darling, in my hot pink Jimmy Choo's. Oh, well, keep wearing them because there'll be a day that they are going off to someone else.
1: Oh, and darling, people can see me on YouTube. Oh, and, um, yes, I've got some. So I'll send you the link for that where I, you know, all my pearls of wisdom and on Pinterest as
0: well. Well, That would be fabulous because I know people will want to know more about your wisdom when it comes to the D word. Cheerio. See you later, darling. Toodles. So that's it for today. See you all later. Cheers. So this is it for today's program. It's time to say cheerio to the wonderful Northern Beaches community. Join me next week for another episode of Ageing Fearlessly. And now for a song written by Nick Howard, especially for the listeners. This is Karen Sander. Have a fantastic week. And remember, ageing is inevitable and growing old is a choice. The sun is shining
2: bright outside There's a sparkle in your eye It's not all time to find It's a wonderful night. Let's go and climb mountains high Swim across so